Psalms 134, verse 1. Behold, bless the Lord, all you servants of the Lord, who by night stand in the house of the Lord. To stand guard at night in the house of the Lord is the privilege and legal responsibility of the priests, the sons of Aaron. And this means to be vigilant in the temple of our body over the Word of God hidden in our heart, as God is vigilant in the temple of our body over His Word hidden in our heart, so that it will be fulfilled at the time that He has set. Night in Scripture symbolizes the period of time before the onset of the morning, by which one should understand the beginning of the Millennial Kingdom of Christ and His Bride, which will be preceded by the appearance of the Lord for His Bride in the pre-dawn darkness. And therefore, under the house of the Lord in this case, one should understand the temple of our body, which has communion to the Church of Jesus Christ. To bless the Lord, to bless the Lord in the temple of our body means to replenish the hunger and thirst for God, which reveals itself in the fulfillment of His commandments, decrees, and statutes. And for this purpose, it is necessary first to put yourself in complete and voluntarily dependence on the truth of the commanding teaching of Christ, which we have hidden in our heart. Second, to put yourself in complete and voluntary dependence on the Holy Spirit, revealing the significance of the truth hidden in our hearts, which means to become a slave of the Holy Spirit in order to receive a unique ability to be led by the Holy Spirit. And third, it is necessary during the night to stand in the house of the Lord in which we have built our body as kings, priests, and prophets. To stand in the house of the Lord at night is the starting point for fulfilling our vocation in worshiping God and the ability to bless God, which gives God a reason to clothe us with His blessings. Therefore, the phrase to stand in the house of the Lord means to be placed by God, to stay where you are, to set limits for yourself that God has set, to maintain these limits from enemy encroachment, to not go beyond your responsibility, to not deviate from the goal of God's perfect will, and to stay awake in prayer with thanksgiving for who God is for us in Christ Jesus, what God has done for us in Christ Jesus, and who we are to God in Christ Jesus. And if, being in the house of the Lord as kings and priests and prophets, we do not make a rational and volitional decision to stand during the night on guard of the commandments of the Lord, which we have hidden in our hearts, and if we do not study how to stand, then as a result, we will not have we will not have only no opportunity to bless God, but on top of that, we will lose the right to be both in the house of God and to be the house of God. Throughout history of God's chosen people, God has attached a key importance to this position, to stand before His face, which first of all, pursued the goal to bless God in order to receive a basis for putting on or being clothed in His blessings. One of the meanings to stand before the face of the Lord at night, or to bless the Lord, means to look not at the visible circumstances that threaten us with destruction and shame, but at the invisible promises of salvation expressed in Scripture.
And Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see again no more forever. How did God do this? How will he do this? Israel couldn't even comprehend. They were not armed. The best army of Egypt had surrounded them. They heard the cries of all the leaders under the horses, and all of this was very close to them. But he says to them, stop and look. Look at what God will do. They had to look at that word which he had said to them. It is this position and this state that gives God the basis to separate or to sanctify us and make us capable of blessing him which gives god a reason to pour out his blessings on us the servants of the new testament in contrast to the servants of the law of moses all without exception male and female were called to serve as a priest or to stand before god as it is written but you are a chosen generation a royal priesthood a holy nation his own special people that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light first peter 2 9 this is all under the condition that we have grown into the full measure of the stature of christ so that we can be clothed in the dignity of warriors of prayer and the quality of kings priests and prophets not all are this chosen remnant a carnal person and infants they are not part of this heritage although they are in the family of this priest but they have not yet grown in order to be able to accept upon themselves this responsibility and enter into the presence of god therefore to stand guard in the house of the lord during the night is to proclaim his perfection in keeping and fulfilling his commandments the fulfillment of the commandments which are based on the commandment to honor god with tithes and offerings is the food of God and therefore when we fulfill the commandments of God we thereby bless God or fill his hunger and his thirst the method by which we are called to bless God in our worship standing guard in the house of the Lord during the night was the action of lifting our hands in the sanctuary of the house of the Lord Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. Psalms 134.2 According to Scripture, the final result depends on the correct raising of our hands in which we, in our worship, are called to bless God and give God a reason to bless us. We together have established that in Scripture, hands in a met metaphorical meaning can mean both the whole person and the whole God as well as the whole devil. So, for example, the expression, demand from my hands, means to demand from me. Thus, everything that is created and produced by man is the work of human hands, and he feeds on the labor of his hands. The deeds performed in the creations of God are spoken of as the works of the hands of God. Man is also a creation of the hands of the Lord, and his days are in the hands of God. The performed deeds of the devil are spoken of as the work, works of devil's hands. Antichrist's servants will wear his sign on their right hand, while the servants of God, they will wear the sign of God on their hands. The sign on the hand also served as a constant reminder of who a person serves and who is his master. And therefore, whose sign will be on our hand, to that we will lift up our hands. 
And therefore, you shall lay up these words of mine in your heart and in your soul and bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets before your eyes. Deuteronomy 11.18 Or, place me or set me as a seal upon your heart, as a seal upon your arm. God wants for our on our hands to be a sign of a seal. This is His sign, His seal, that our hands become the hands of God. And He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads. Revelation 13.16 So the right hand is a symbol of the righteous act. So a person is going to think that this is his righteous action that he is performing. When he is going to search for material prosperity, when he is going to focus and his prerogative is going to be not worship unto God, but to exercise the gift of the Holy Spirit, not the offering to God of fruit, but evangelism or virtue. This means the action of his hands. The action of the hands of God is perfect, and when our hands become the hands of God, then on our hands will be a sign, a sign of this a seal of God on our hand that we belong, that we belong to the Beloved. And with the right to choose, we can stretch out our hand to both the forbidden fruit and the fruit of the tree of life, and therefore to raise up or to stretch out our hands. Standing guard in the house of the Lord during the night means to stretch out our hands to the tree of life, behind which stands God, while stretching out our hands to the forbidden fruit means stretching out our hands to the devil. By withholding tithes and offerings or directing them at will, not to the house of God in which we receive spiritual food, we thereby on the one hand rob God, but on the other hand we stretch out our hands to the devil. Bringing tithes and offerings to the house of God in the terms of God, we on the one hand bless God, fulfill his hunger and thirst, and on the other hand we stretch out our hands to God and receive blessings from God. We right now are going to serve the Lord with our tithes and our offerings, honor Him, and to acknowledge over ourselves His authority. And this is our moment. This is our moment when we cut the root of all evil, which is love for money. And when we testify before God that we are hallowed unto Him, that we are holy unto Him, a person who does not honor God in tithes and offerings, searching for in this knowledge for God, not in material success, but knowledge of God, as long as he does not honor God in this way, then he stretches out his hands to the devil and he is not hallowed unto God. Let us stand and we are going to affirm ourselves as hallowed unto God and that we offer Him that which is in our control but belongs to Him. Oh, 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 oh,
And so I will gladly remind you that each time Israel had honored God with their tithes and their offerings, either in the Tabernacle of Moses or in the Temple of Solomon, they were called to, according to words of Moses which he had received as a revelation from the Lord, to raise their hands over their offerings before the Lord and to proclaim one unique proclamation that they were faithful to for thousands of years. We, being that same Israel, tied to that same root, drinking from the same olive tree, will do the same thing. Please raise your right hands, a symbol of your righteous act, over your offerings, and pray along with me. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I have separated the tithes from my home and brought them into your home so that your home may have food. I do not give in purely. I do not give in sorrow. And I do not give for the dead. I rejoice that I have the privilege to express my love and to acknowledge your authority. And according to your word, I ask you, right now, may your heavenly windows be opened and may your blessing come down abundantly upon your redeemed nation. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen, amen. May the Lord bless you. You may be seated.